Hey guys, welcome to episode 30 of the Project Fit podcast. And today I'm delighted to have Anna Reyes with me today. Anna is a fertility expert who also has a background in nutrition as well. So she's got a wealth of knowledge to bring to you today. Um, we're going to cover some a wide variety of topics. I think we're going to you know, talk about PCOS, but it's about fertility, general health and diets and wherever it leads us. So Anna, just talk about you and introduce yourself to the gang. Hi, Greg. Well, I'm super excited to be on your podcast. My name is Anna Reyes and I am a fertility health coach. I help women boost their fertility and naturally and ultimately get pregnant. Awesome. Awesome. So, so I've been doing it for, for about a year. And yeah. uh, yes, I have the nutrition background and you're absolutely right in that. Okay. So you're a bit of an all-around superstar really, aren't you? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, cool. So I understand you had a recent success with a client who had been struggling to get pregnant. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that first of all? Yeah, I'm super excited. That was uh, my project. Actually, the fastest result I, I could ever possibly got. <laughs> okay, wow, awesome. So, yeah, my, uh, we met, uh, well, I actually know my client for a while, and uh, I know that they have been trying for over 13 months. They've been on a couple medication, and uh, for some reason, their, their doctor was saying that uh, they should look into the IVF. And uh, she's 33, and it's kind of like already a deadline for her for some reason, too. Okay. <laughs> Which was yeah. not, um, it was unexplainable. And uh, yeah, we went in the chat and um, she has PCOS and uh, she also has hypersteroids, which kind of went it, uh, which kind of make it even worse for her, like in a way. But once we figured out what's the problem and what's actually was causing her uh, infertility, which mm -hmm. was actually in certain foods which she was eating. So we eliminated those foods. We added some foods which actually boost up that fertility and she got pregnant right away, pretty much. Awesome. We also eliminated one thing which you always stress out in your interviews, stress. So they went on vacation to Turkey. <laughs> so oh, they, got that, yeah, they got that stress out. So, and yeah, everything worked pretty good. So what, did she conceive in Turkey? Is that what happened? No, actually, she can see it for uh, early. They went. To... <laughs> okay, well, I just wondered if it was a yeah. relax. Yeah, yeah, I would love to be like the, that kind of success story, but no, they they can see it early because she's five uh, weeks pregnant. They just came back from the vacation, so she was not aware that she was pregnant at that point. Oh, awesome! That's the and that's the best ones to have, right? Is when it just kind of happens without having to force the issue. Yes. It? Yeah, so when people come to work with you, what kind of symptoms and challenges do you often see? Uh, for the majority part, um, most of my clients would have PCOS, and that would be one of the things why they uh, are struggling to conceive. Um, number two would be weight. So with excess weights, it's also, um, it's generate other diseases like diabetes cardiovascular disease which are also on the way to fertility um and uh, yeah thyroid issues would be number three so those are three things which i normally deal with so it kind of seems to me and i, and I i'm pretty aware well of the way of the, of the data but obviously the listeners might not be but you know the healthier you are and you don't have to be super lean but to be in a healthy kind of um 
weight body fat ratio means you're it's easy to get pregnant right well yes because uh, when we are slightly overweight well in other slide we're going over 25 right of our bmi our body is stressed already so it loses its balance because it needs to use all its energy to sustain extra weight uh, also when we have extra weight we have more um capillaries <laughs> like the ones for the uh, cardiovascular right system is kind of expensive too so our heart needs to pump more blood so it's extra work so it's all this extra work adds up so your body literally just trying to maintain its daily activities so it's really hard to concentrate on something else like reproductive system right awesome awesome and what kind of advice do you give to people to help them lose weight when they're trying to become more fertile what are your kind of your top tips that you generally give well, I have, I think, three tips. <laughs> so number one would be the one which you love to say, right? To not to stress yourself out, to create that calm environment. I know that for a lot of women, it's really hard, especially when they haven't been trying for so long and it's like adds so much stress to them. Just relax. Yeah. It's going to happen when they're going to happen. So there's no point to go stress yourself out, go in on forums and uh, like writing Oh, see what everybody is doing and uh, how other women are getting pregnant. You're not right. It just adds more stress to you, right? Yeah, I, I just want to just touch on that because obviously I come into contact with a lot of ladies and they it almost makes it just double stressful, right? So it's like, right, yeah. I'm really struggling with this. Oh, but so am I. But so am I. But so am I. And actually, with actions and some solutions, right? Yes. Yeah, so definitely create non-stressful environments. And uh, I know it's really hard to say, especially when we are living in such a fast-paced environment. But taking even 10 minutes to meditate or do some other activity that what you're doing, which definitely helps. Another thing which um, I was talking with one of the coaches yesterday, and uh, she actually recommended literally just to stand up and yes. just shake it. Okay. <laughs> just literally shake it. Yep. So and. And the reason why is because whenever our body does some physical activity, it turns off the brain. Yeah. So that's what, like, so what I actually started doing. <laughs> I know it's weird, but it's actually helped. So why not, right? So if we get too far into this conversation, you might just get up and start shaking. Yeah, I'm just going to get out and shake it. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. That's all right. That's cool. Um, the third one. So number two would be the uh, uh, food, right? So I know that we will be touching also about the diets. And um, there is a term called fertility diet, which uh, some of the women are heard about and they're trying to investigate what the heck is that, right? Um, or keto diet. So there are two number two diets which are actually discussed in forums. And um, I'd say that... I had some women who have been on keto diet for a while. They lost weight, yeah. which is good, but they didn't get pregnant, right? So it's not like when it comes to pregnancy, it's not about like losing weight or limiting yourself to death. It's actually creating a sustainable plan and eliminate certain foods which actually cause that inflammation. So create somewhat like an elimination diet or anti-inflammatory diet for yourself. For a short period of time just to let your body heal and um, once it's healed it's all the processes come back into place so your body will be back into that homeostatic state 
and that's when things happen. Okay, awesome. So I've never I've heard of the keto diet. Obviously, being in the industry that I'm in, but from that, I've never heard of the fertility diet. So, do you know anything about it? I'm intrigued. Yeah, like I, I honestly have never heard about that one too. I, I saw it in the forum, so I decided to dig deeper into that, and it turned out that it's literally just a wholesome diet. Oh, okay. So yeah. nothing, like no, nothing, no super limitations or anything. It's just literally a recommendation to have a wholesome diet. So similar to Mediterranean diet, right? So I'm confused here, right? So essentially. What we're saying is that most of these diets are telling people to do exactly the same thing. I mean, even keto, right? Keto, yes. you have more vegetables. So actually, people just need to start eating more vegetables, right? And looking at more what single ingredient foods, etc. There's nothing special about many of these diets, really. Yeah, it's not. So with keto, it's funny because I'd say that keto would actually even limit the vegetables because. Uh, the amount of carbohydrates you would need to consume. Yeah. You either need to increase your fat intake depending on how many calories you need to consume throughout the day. So, or yeah, limits the amount of carbs, which would be also vegetables and fruits. Yeah. So, right. So majority would be literally protein and fat. Oh, that sounds like a recipe for being all bunged up and impacting your digestive system, right? Yeah, and that's what I mean. Uh, whenever like people go on the keto diet, it's it, it could be a really good diet for a fast result. Uh, but a you would need to do it in the right way. So when people hear, oh, a keto, well, I can have cheese, I can have this, I can have that. Okay, <laughs> yes, you can. But how good is this for you? You will lose weight, but you might potentially get other health problems. Yeah. Right. So. That would be one thing. And um, another thing is it's not sustainable in, in the long run. Yeah. If you're going to go to a party, it will be really hard to find so many bacon. Or <laughs> 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 kids, you know, on the plate. You, you almost have to go to a keto dinner party, right? It's uh, yeah. bacon and cheese only. Okay. And avocado, of course. Yeah, and avocado. Yes, those three tops, uh, three, three top foods which people usually think about when they, talk, when they think about keto diet, right? And for people that go to the gym and exercise, keto isn't a great, a great you know, nutrition structure for you know, training hard in the gym, right? So, Yes, it's definitely not a good combination because uh, fat actually slows you down. They are sitting longer in your stomach, in your small intestine to process. So obviously it's not give you energy. So the best thing for gym would be carbohydrates and the simple actually keep, uh, carbohydrates because mm -hmm. they are going to help you to keep running. Yeah. So, because obviously what happens with PCOS sufferers, um, we've talked about this before where PCOS is a, is a set of symptoms. Yes. Who knows what it is. But immediately the first thing you see in a... Um, a PCOS forum discussion is low carb keto straight away. And oftentimes it doesn't need to happen. I've, I've had clients with PCOS lose weight without doing a low carb diet. So what, what's happened there is, is there something about insulin that they're scared of or what's your thoughts? Yeah, there could be an insulin resistance, right? But another thing is, Yes, you mentioned it right that PCOS is a number of symptoms and for every single woman, those kind of symptoms will be different. 
you mentioned in my interview that some women would have like hair loss, some women would have hair gain. So it all depends on the way how your hormones work and which hormones are actually affected by the imbalance which is going on in your body. Yeah. So some women would have the cysts, which actually this term is from, right? Polyvariant cyst, uh, cystic syndrome. Yeah. So some would not actually have any cysts but we'll have regular periods, we'll have uh, extra hair growth and so forth. Yeah. So that will be one thing. And um, another thing is keto diets would not, well, it depends probably with why you have the PCOS. If you find the reason why, and if it is the weight gain, so perhaps keto diet was gonna help you, right? Because if you're gonna lose weight, perhaps you were, um, body will gonna go into balance and that's assuming that you don't have any other health issues but if you do simply losing weight with a keto diet is not gonna help you out moreover because keto diet is so restrictive uh there are more likely you will have certain macro and micronutrient deficiencies created by this diet which is not gonna help you either so you would either need to supplement and know what exactly you need to supplement with like saying, okay, well, pr- perhaps so you'll have quite a bit of calcium because you consume a lot of milk and cheese, but you might be lack of magnesium, which is uh, presented in the green vegetables or some other vit- um, minerals and vitamins, which are super necessary for our body. Yeah, especially if, you, especially if you're vegetarian and you're doing keto, that just sounds like hell on earth, that does. Oh, I had actually the client, that's funny. I had the client who wanted me to create a meal plan uh, and he was, uh, it was a he, <laughs> I know. Uh, but yeah, he needed 3,000 calories and uh, he was vegan. Wow. But was he trying to do keto and vegan? Together? Yeah. He oh, is wow. vegan and he went to the keto. Wow. Okay. That just sounds like hell on earth. Okay. So yeah. let's, let's leave keto for a minute. Let's put that to one side. Um, ultimately, though, I think what people need to understand is that you only lose weight in what we call a caloric deficit. Like, Absolutely. whatever diet you do, whether that be Weight Watchers, Slimming World, you know, whatever. What do you think people get confused about with all of these diets? What do you think confuses them and makes them think they're special? Uh, I think what gets them confused is that whenever they hear calorie deficit or calorie counting it's already kind of like oh i need to i need to calculate what i'm eating yeah that's too much work tell me just not what's not to eat and that will be easier that's why i can adjust to like my uh, my lifestyle for it right so but the thing is you can actually like you can exclude the worst foods from your diet and already create that calorie deficit and the worst food will be all processed and refined foods Sugar and artificial sweeteners. Yeah. Right? It's crazy. Yeah, it's funny that because um, I try to work with a more flexible approach of most of my clients. I mean, if someone, if I have a client who suffers from epilepsy and they've spoken to their doctor, then I might look at a keto plan for them, right? But most people want flexibility, they want to be able to go out, etc. So when I say track calories, oh, can't do that. It takes too much time, but it takes two minutes. Not even that. Yeah. Like it's it's a two three minute job to just go, but is there also something about that actually tracking your calories gives you accountability that people don't like? Yes, that's another thing. Yes, 
Yeah, exactly. black and more blue and white. If you use my fitness pal in your face, it's like right there. It's 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 there for you to see. So you can't yeah. hide it. Is that probably another reason? Yeah, it could be another. And then uh, a lot of people would probably cheat. I know, like for myself, when I had the fit my fitness pal, right, and I put all the food, and I'm like, a like well, I don't know something extra which I shouldn't, and I know that I'm like, mm, just was little things, so I shouldn't track it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so at the end, you kind of get like you you think that you tracked everything and you're on target and then you still don't move anywhere with that yeah because you forget about those little cheese which you did and this was like oh that's fine oh yeah two biscuits three times a day with, with my tea or coffee ah. yeah like you know well, it's just a little thing you know yeah. it keeps me running it keeps me happy but it does, you don't need to put it in the tracker yeah and i think that that, that kind of comes back to this mentality about good and bad foods, which I really hate. I think foods that are ultra processed, added sugar, added fats, etc. But I try to explain to people that there's no such thing as good and bad foods. And only because in people's minds, it means they put everything off limit. So, mm -hmm. you know, if they say to you, oh, Anna, let's, you know, you say to them, oh, let's go for a pizza. Like, oh, I can't do that. It's bad for me. But yeah. It's all about... Yeah. It's all about sustainability, right? So we cannot just uh, put ourselves in a cube and just live within this cube. We have life outside it. So it's okay to have to cheat. Like it's okay. You can have your balance as 80-20 if you choose so. And still be on target with your health, be on target with your uh, weight loss, if that's your goal, or be on target with uh, some other health uh, goals. Yeah, totally. And I think that's... Um... It, it kind of feels like within the mindset that people have is it has to be extreme. So it has to be either this way or that way, but there's no in the middle. Is that? Is that yes, exactly. And it's the same. I had, uh, I had the prosper yesterday and uh, she was talking, she was actually on um, Beachbody, you know, those container. Yeah. Yeah. So I explained to her why that thing worked for her <laughs> because she created the calorie deficit based on the portions which she was eating. Right. Um, but she was telling that she was on the diet for a long time and then she went on the party and that's where her sister said, hey, you're too skinny. Why can't you eat normally? So, and that's thing like kind of gets into her mind, right? That if you're on a diet, you're restricting yourself and people look weird at you, right? And that's what I was uh, telling her that, you know what? If you would go on that party and eat whatever everybody is eating, you wouldn't die. Yeah. But that's, and that's where you, went, where you said earlier about sustainability, right? You need to go yes. to the party um, and enjoy life or you become a hermit. But I, I find people want to have to have this extreme diet and then when it crashes, then they look for another extreme diet. I'm like, no, just, just in the middle somewhere would be fine. Yes. Be fine. Okay. So, so, so what else do you think people struggle with with their nutrition and health? nowadays so we mentioned sleep uh, we mentioned stress mentioned diets what else do you think are people's bigger struggles so number three would be sustainability right and uh i would add also i know that a lot of, a lot of time on those forums um people looking for a pill or a supplement is gonna boost their fertility to the moon just taking a pill right so and all the time I, I tell my clients, yes, it will might help or might not. 
And the reason for that is if your body is in balance and it's still fighting something, which we need to find out what is it and what triggers it, no matter how many fertility boosting supplements you'll be taking, the effect is not going to be the same. Perhaps it's going to increase it to 1%, but if you're going to get yourself back into the balance and add those ones, that's when the action is going to happen. That's when your fertility is going to increase to the moon. So it's, it's a, basically what you're saying is it, it, it's about the basics and that's what actually gets results. It's never the fancy stuff. Um, yes, it's yeah. a foundation. So yeah. you need to create the foundation first, the foundation with your, what you're putting in your stomach yeah. and uh, how you live, what's your lifestyle. Yeah. So if you, even if you created a fantastic meal plan, you create fantastic supplemental plan, but you're, uh, you're still in that stressful environment, you're going to deplete all this nutrient faster, <laughs> right? Then uh, the healing is going to happen. Yeah, and, and um, I was speaking to someone recently who was a yoga teacher, and we were talking about stress, and if you're stressed while you eat, the absorption is reduced because blood flow is going everywhere else. It's not concentrating on absorption. So then to add supplements on top, well, no-win situation then right yes and the other thing is uh, water so that will be another thing too right so we tend to forget to drink water especially under stressful environments and circumstances so that would be another thing so we want to make sure that we drink we're generally consist of 55 to 60 percent of water depends whether you're male or female so in all the processes needs to have water. So if you don't have that, that's when the process slows down as well. So stress and lack of and dehydration would be the top two things which usually slows the metabolism. Yeah, and, and, and obviously digestion is, uh, water is so key to digestion as well, right? Yes. And yeah, with water is quite tricky because if you drink water with your food, you're sl you're actually slowing your digestion. <laughs> yeah, I think that and that's often a tip given out to people to lose weight, right? Is to drink as they eat. But what you forget is that um, you diluting the acids in your stomach, right? Yeah, the hydrochloric acid would be the diluted one. Yes, and that's the one which helps to initiate the digestion, and which after the bulk of food is going to your small intestine, where where actually the digestion happens, right? Awesome, awesome. So. Are there any other tips around improving digestion that you would give to people as well? Because I think, if I am honest, I think a lot of people suffer with, let's be honest, going to the loo often enough, um, pain when going or difficulty when going. Um, I think that's a real big one. Or just feeling bloated in general. So have you got any tips on, on um, digestion for people? Um, lemon water. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I know that a lot of people think, okay, well, lemon is actually acidic, but in our body, it processes an alkaloid, and that's the one which is missing. So for the basic understanding is uh, our every single organ of ours has its own pH level. Mm -hmm. So and this is the acidic towards the alkaline environment. So yeah. an alkaloid that's when uh, like it's not good to be. In the extreme alkaline, it's not good to be in extreme acidic. But with our food, we have the majority of our uh, food creates this acidic environment, which uh, is, is not really good for our guts and then for all other processes which are going on in our body. So we need to add those alkaloids. And lemon is the one who actually 
creates this balance. And also, if you're gonna drink two cups of water with one cup of water will be will have half a lemon squeezed. Yep. So that's gonna a create that alkaline environment, and b it's gonna also initiate the production of hydrochloric acid. So your body will be ready for taking food. Awesome. And and there's something I think people should probably start doing more of as well is actually just chew your food. Right. Yes, number and chew it in a not in the five spaces, but not in the car, not in front of the TV. Yeah. <laughs> but actually sit, relax, and start eating. Because yes, it's very important good that you mentioned this. We need to create that not the fight and flight mode, yes. but the normal, calm, digest digestive environment. Yeah, definitely. I think we as a society we are kind of always on the go. Um, and often I say to my clients, right, put, put your phone down and time your meal to, to be about 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And they, they all really struggle. They're like, I can't, it's too long. I'm like, well, that shows you the, the problem you've got. If you don't chew it, your food, your body, you really can't digest it. Well, yeah, because they think, okay, well, I need to eat, but I have a bunch of things on the go, right? So they would just uh, literally swallow it and think that it's, it will be enough. Well, no, because uh, your body will not digest it. It's actually going to get all its energy to try to digest is going to get give you less energy for your work less productivity and also that sleepy feeling after a big meal which we, a lot of us are suffering right yeah definitely so just about exercise as well so exercise for people who are trying to lose weight and get more fertile what do you kind of recommend or see as problems when it comes to exercise well everybody would find an excuse <laughs> For not doing exercises <laughs> it would come for um i don't know i don't have time i have too many kids like you name it yeah. there's always will be an excuse of not doing exercises but the thing is whenever you're active a your uh, blood pressure stabilizes right uh your blood flow improves so it helps all the processes to go faster and more effective for you leaving you actually with more energy yeah and i know that they're saying in the fitness world that if you're tired go to the gym <laughs> yeah I, I think um sometimes we, we again the fitness industry we we like to take extremes right so we want to be seen as magical so there are times when i've said to clients no don't train today relax but on other days make sure you train or go for a walk or just do 10 squats today. You've done something. Um, yes. Yeah, but no, definitely. And uh, improving your... And once again, there are certain exercises which you can do at home. Like, you don't have to go anywhere. You can use even kids as, uh, as the weight. <laughs> That's what I used to do. Just <laughs> throwing them away around the house. Yeah, like, my, my baby is eight, eight pounds, so... It's four kilograms, right? So there you go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There is your kettlebell. It's a human kettlebell. Yeah, exactly. It's, both of us are having fun. Yeah. I have the extra weight and she's just uh, flying all around. So she's happy. And I think it sets a good example because, you know, as they see you exercise, they're more likely to exercise themselves, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, my toddler would be just next by trying to do the same with her dolly. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and that's... Um, a key one, I think, you know, you said before people struggle with children, but I think if you're, if you get them out for a walk, get them in the fresh air, doing the exercise, they'll, they're more likely to do it. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yes, because we're examples, right? Yeah, we are. We are role models. Okay, awesome. So, any are there any other awesome ideas and things that you've got um, up your sleeve to help people get more fertile? Well, no, that will be pretty much it. Most of it. Yeah. We covered everything. Cool. I think one one thing I would add is that ladies who are listening to this, your man should do the same. Yes. Well, and. It, the man will do it anyways because women usually cook <laughs> and women are the one who normally promote the healthy living in their household. Yeah. I think often men, often men get excluded in these conversations when it comes to fertility because, hey, it takes two to tango. Um, yeah, it's always the process of two, right? Yeah, you can't just, um, well, not yet anyway. That's coming. I'm sure that you're going to get rid of us men and we'll <laughs> well, we have IVF already, right? So yeah, exactly, and sperm donation, etc. But I think um, there is a a big one about getting a, a team involved in making sure everyone's healthy. So I find if one person does it and the other's not in, involved, it doesn't work. Well, it, yeah, it's it may not work, but um, yeah, the thing is that also when the uh, the man is following the proper instructions and proper diets in that way it's also increased the quality of the sperm too right yeah uh, yeah awesome yeah totally forgot about that yeah so if, if men aren't stressed and they sleep properly then um it helps their health as well awesome yep cool so where can people find you if they want to hear more about you and and all that good stuff yeah, they can find me on Facebook. So I think that's the main platform which I'm using. It goes either by Anna Race or my company, which is N-U-L-I-B-O-D-Y, Newly Body. Nice. Okay, awesome. And yeah, for people who just met and kind of listened to Anna for the first time, she's awesome, knows her stuff. Um, we've done quite a few kind of live interviews together. And yes, on the personal page, yeah. Yeah, to help people. So check that out you'll get some awesome stuff and Anna thank you for being on the show um I'm ho hoping to have you back at some point actually for a different <laughs> but I'm going to keep that secret for now <laughs> sounds awesome thank you so much Greg it was a pleasure to meet you thank you take care bye, bye, -bye.